Let me tell you about home title lock. Uh, Do you know what's not a lot of fun? What? Well, falling into the hockey uh, rink night, uh, kind of like in the middle of the darkness, smashing your face on the ice. Could be worse. You could be hit by a drone. (laughs) <laughs> that's true that yeah, would actually yeah. be yeah uh, that worse. would be worse also worse than all of this and not the drone part but at least the hockey ring part um would be uh losing your home and this happens to thousands of people across the country because of home title fraud home title fraud is one of the strangest crimes because they're basically just taking paperwork but that paperwork is enough to get hundreds of thousands of dollars of your equity in somebody else's pocket you don't want this to happen to you you need to protect yourself with home title lock home title lock is the only place that you can go, really, that can protect you for this. Uh, you can register your address and see if you're already a victim and don't even know it yet. Sometimes it takes months to realize this has happened to you. And then, by that time, it's too late. Don't let that happen. Uh, $100 value right now is a complete tight uh, title history of your home. It's totally free at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Check it out now. HomeTitleLock.com. Radio show starts here in just a couple of seconds. Welcome to the program. <laughs> oh, my gosh, we have a great show for you today. Anthony Blinken, wasn't he truthful yesterday under oath in front of Congress? Whoa, he made it very clear he hasn't held any plane split back. State Department, they've just been a helper. Really? Ted Cruz is going to be with us today because he's going to talk to Anthony Blinken today under oath in the Senate. I don't think he's going to agree with Anthony Blinken. We'll get that from him uh, coming up in just a few minutes. And I want to I want to talk to the people that want to make a difference in the world. If you are tired of sitting around and just being angry and sick and tired, give me a few minutes. I want to talk to you about simple things that we have forgotten. program i love etni anyway uh we're gonna talk to uh uh we're gonna talk to ted cruz about etni and uh and all of his great exploits in uh, afghanistan my gosh what a hero that guy is uh first let me tell you about uh vid angel um i don't i don't know you know what you do for tv or what you're streaming um, but have you joined the revolution yet and caught the wave? I can ask, you know, because, uh, you know, that's the way the that's the way the kids these days talk. And I'm I am so hip and down with them, daddy. O that you can't even. <clears throat> Is that uncomfortable? Is that. <laughs> I remember my dad saying daddy. O going, wow. 
what is that? Anyway, get yourself an account with vidangel.com. Enter your billing information, use the promo code Beck, and get the whole month for a buck. Now, what is vidangel? VidAngel is the greatest service of all time. It allows you to filter out the things that you don't want to see in your movies or in your television or Netflix, Amazon. They have everything covered. New episodes come out uh, with the algorithm every single week and you design it. Nobody needs to censor for you. You do it for yourself and your family. VidAngel, Beck. Dot com. That's vidangelbeck.com. Use the promo code Beck and uh, you'll have it for a month for only a buck. Choose from over 2,500 movies, 11,000 TV episodes with new ones added every single week. It's a buck. Vidangelbeck.com. Evan. Let me talk to you about changing the world. Yeah, I know. You could go to the Met and you could wear a very expensive designer dress made specifically for you that says tax the rich on the back. And you could spend $35,000 for your dinner at the Met. And that way you can stand up for the little people. It was beautiful last night at the Met. I, I've never gone, uh, never really had a desire to go, but AOC was there yesterday, and she was standing up for the little people in that designer dress, and I think that was marvelous. I really, really think it was marvelous what she was doing last night at the Met Gala. <laughs> now that's one way to go. That's one way to go. And that's a good, I mean, I guess it's a good way to go. I mean, you get nice clothes out of it. You get a fancy meal. I bet they got some quail or something like that on the plate. Uh, you could go that way. You could get angry. You could just get frustrated, more and more frustrated and just tune out. Or we can all remember what our moms taught us. All the things that we learned. All the things that we know that we have been told we don't know. We don't really know. You remember that TV show? I think it was on NBC. It was years ago. Um, save the cheerleader. Save the world. What was that uh, show called? Heroes. I Heroes. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I, I, well, I watched like eight episodes and then I think it was canceled. <laughs> um, but uh, that's what we have to do. Save the cheerleader and save the world. It wasn't all that long ago that we all celebrated American greatness. All of us. We weren't ashamed to believe in the idea that America was a great place. That America was an exceptional place. America was the best. Now, that doesn't mean it was perfect. It just means it was better than every other place on the world if you wanted to be free. I don't know if you saw the Freedom Index The latest one, but we're like 18th now. Now, believing that America is a good place does not mean we we think it's a perfect place. The idea in critical race theory is that we don't understand the missteps in our own history. 
We just don't understand it, but people like AOC does. Have you seen who she's wearing? I remember singing songs when I was a kid in elementary school about America's greatness. At the same time, I remember being taught that America's founders weren't perfect. I was taught some of them owned slaves. I, I was confused for a very long, long time about Thomas Jefferson. How can a man write all men are created equal and then own slaves? I didn't understand it until, until I read the first draft of the Declaration of Independence in his own handwriting where he explained his feelings on slavery. In the seventh grade, we studied the American slave trade. And I, I remember seeing, you, you know, that picture where it showed how all of the slaves were piled up in slave ships. Do you remember seeing that for the first time? And I remember thinking how horrid this was. And I grew up in the era of roots. I saw roots and thought, what was this? How could we have been so wrong? I was taught about the devastation of reconstruction. It wasn't hard to see the paradox of police fighting against the civil rights movement. As a kid, I didn't fully understand it. I don't think I do today. The impact of a nation trying to live up to her highest ideals and potential. That's what Martin Luther King challenged us in his speech in the mall. And for those of you kids, I don't mean the mall like the place your parents used to hang out at. I, anyway. Live up. Live up to your founding documents was his charge. I remember hearing all of that. I remember knowing all of that, being taught all of that, being confused by it, being horrified by the mistakes. But I was also given a gift, the gift that the gift of being taught that the reality of America is not summed up by all of our faults, our missteps our tribulations, but the secret of America is the triumphs. When we fall, we stand back up. We pick ourselves up and soldier on. And it's that that makes us exceptional. Not that we have so many resources or we have so much money. That we are people that just go and do the hard things. We don't do the easy things. That's not what makes us exceptional. We're the people who went to the moon. We're the people that against all odds are saving people in Afghanistan today. And I don't mean the government. I mean we the people. That's what makes us exceptional. 
we continue to try to become a more perfect nation, even as we face and in the face of our own mistakes. The greatness lies in the freedom, the freedom that we each as individuals have to overcome. It's an exceptional idea. America is an exceptional place. And most of us know this deep down. But because perhaps of social pressure, we don't cheerlead anymore. So many are afraid just to admit what they know to be true. Stop it. Stop it right now. You know what is true about your nation, good and bad. You know what's true about you, good and bad. If you're a racist, you should work on that. Stop it. But we need to get back to a place to where we are not just willing to, but we're eager to cheer for our country. To stand up with those who are willing to acknowledge our unique place in the history of all mankind. Because America does have a very important place. Is it a coincidence that 250 years ago, people's wealth was pretty much the same unchanged for thousands of years. The poverty level, the way people lived 250 years ago. Wow, shockingly, the same time America was born. And in that time, 250 years, the wealth and the progress of people has grown by 18,000%. It's not a coincidence. And I'm not talking about the wealth of, 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 of being able to go to galas in a very nice dress and have a $35,000 dinner just to say tax the rich. You know what I'm saying, lovey. I'm saying the kind of wealth that allows you to send airplanes to the other side of the earth to save people you've never met or most likely never will met meet who don't know your name nor never will know your name and not taking it from people just volunteering Taking it because you believe in the goodness of mankind. You believe in honor and integrity. You believe in the idea that no man is to be left behind. Stand up. Stand up with people that will, will stand with you. That will hold up the American ideals of life and liberty. Because it's those ideals that will continue to lift up the entire world. Hold on tight to the conviction that America is great because America is good. You have witnessed it. And be willing to acclaim.
proclaim that throughout all the land, as it says on the Liberty Bell. See, it's a really good slogan for that show that nobody ever watched. Save the cheerleader, save the world. It's not as hard as people make it out to be. Around the world, the American flag is still a symbol of hope for people who are looking for freedom. In Cuba, they're flying the American flag in the streets. In Hong Kong, before they were crushed by totalitarianism, they held the American flag and they sang our national anthem that too many Americans are afraid to sing or embarrassed to sing. In Venezuela, today, 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 this morning, People who are wearing the flag on their shoulder or have the flag on the end of a tail of an airplane in Afghanistan. People still know what that is. Our way of life is a way out and a way up from the slop and the sludge that is daily life for much of the world. We cannot just dwell on those who have lost sight of the American distinction. We can't just pay attention to those people at the Olympics that turned their back or covered their heads or raised a fist at the raising of the flag or the national anthem. There were those who wrapped themselves in the honor that is old glory. Patrick Reed, Yaisa Ramirez, Tamara Mensak-Stock, the daughter of an immigrant from Ghana. She was the first black woman to win a gold medal in wrestling. She's the one who wrapped herself and says it feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. There was a son of Cuban immigrants that carried the flag in the opening ceremony. Minor league baseball player Eddie Alvarez. He said, quote, just to get the honor to represent the United States, to hold the flag, the symbol of liberty, of freedom. My family came over from cuba to this country and if it wasn't for them doing that i wouldn't be in the position i am in now being a first generation cuban american my story represents the american dream that dream is still a reality as long as we are willing to hold it high for the world to see save the cheerleader and save the world one last thing I'm sure by now you've seen the video of the cat falling from the stands at the Miami Hurricanes game on Saturday night. If you haven't, you need to find it and watch it. It's been captured by so many angles. A black and white cat dangling above the stands as it barely hangs on with its claws. Nearby, fans strain to reach the cat before it falls 30 feet to the level below. The crowd gasped and screamed. When after nearly 20 minutes of that cat struggling, it loses its grip. But then something happened. Craig Cromer and his wife, Kimberly, they were in the lower level and they held the two corners of an American flag. It happened on 9-11, the weekend of 9-11. Cromer said it was just so quick. We just grabbed the flag and we held tight, and then I felt a big tug, and the, f- and the flag caught the cat. He says anyone would have done it. 
But his wife, Kim, is the real hero because she's the one who brings the flag to every game. She brings the flag to every game. She shows up every season, gently, quietly spreads out the stars and stripes in front of them. Ever present, but never aggressive. But as is always happens at the moment of desperation, when life hangs in the balance, when determination and action are needed, they calmly and firmly held on to the four corners of that glory and it saved the day. You are those fans cheering for America, even though there are those that want to degrade you and ridicule you cheering for the America that, you know, and the America that still is yet to be holding on to the corners of American goodness and catching all those who fall celebrating what is noble about the American journey. Remember one thing, and I charge you with it. Save the cheerleader and save the world. I want to talk to you a little bit about Relief Factor. Um, it has helped me, as so many others, out of pain, kept us leading our best lives, and it can help you now, too. Relief Factor is not about giving up. Pain happens to us as the years go on, but that doesn't mean we just lie down and surrender to it. Relief Factor. Try Relief Factor today. Get out of pain. Just try it. For three weeks. If it doesn't work, stop taking it. Try the three-week quick start. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month after month because, in my case, it worked. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. Relief Factor, 800-583-84. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Mr. Ted Cruz is coming up next. Could we play... Uh... Oh, wow, we don't have time, do we? My gosh, that guy just will not shut his mouth. He just won't shut his mouth. Well, I'll try as Ted Cruz comes in and uh, talks about Blinken and his amazing storytelling ability yesterday, unfortunately for him, under oath, where they have just been the helpers of all helpers. They're trying to, they they haven't thwarted a single plane getting off the ground. Really? Uh, Ted Cruz is going to talk about that and more coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Yeah, sometimes also a man's got to do what a woman has to do, you know? Living in 2021 is weird. But this man, this man's got to have a snack. And that means having a built bar. Built bar is what happens when uh, you get the company who understands that flavor comes first and all that health stuff is in there as well. But it comes after the taste stuff. If you want me to eat it, you got to give me something that I really, really like and doesn't taste like, oh, wow, this tastes like, does it have a little tire in it? Built bar. 
In addition to be made with real chocolate, they're low calorie, low carb and high protein and high fiber. Nine amazing flavors. Built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and get 15% off your order. My wife told me to try one and I didn't listen. And then she told me again and I didn't listen. And then there was nothing else in the house and she was gone. So I tried one and they're great. Built.com. Promo code BEC15. Built.com. All right, head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program, and Senator Ted Cruz from the great state of Texas joins us now. Senator, how are you, sir? Glenn, it's great to be with you. Uh, so I watched uh, uh, Blinken yesterday um, testifying in front of Congress about how he hasn't stranded anybody, how he hasn't. He and the State Department have only been working hard with these charities to be able to get those planes out of there. Ted, there is nothing further from the truth. And I believe you have been uh, working with us. You know the truth of that. Um, this is th- th- he lied under oath to the American people multiple occasions. But if you need any evidence on how the State Department has been thwarting our every move, you let me know. But I think you already probably have that. Well, I do, and and Glenn, you're exactly right. Uh, The State Department has been actively working against uh, valiant efforts to to rescue Americans from behind enemy lines, to rescue them from Afghanistan, and and no one has done more to to make that happen than you have, Glenn. Let let me thank you for your incredible leadership, putting resources on the ground to to help help people in crisis and and help people when when our own government... uh, cut tail and ran and wasn't there to help them, which, which they should have been. I appreciate you um, saying that. Um, <clears throat> there are, as you know, thousands of people that we have left behind. Green card holders. Yes. We have. Yes. He said yesterday there were only 100 people. Left. <clears throat> Ted, I have more than on one manifest more than a hundred people that are blue passport holders and this state department will not do anything they laughed at us and mocked us they have openly mocked us on on trying to uh get these people out when we were asked uh when we asked them what paperwork is it you need this time they said, well, there's a paperwork that was, uh, uh, I think it was released August 28th, and everybody needs to have that paper. And I said, where, do, not me, but one of the people said, where do we get that? And, and uh, the State Department said, at the embassy. Uh, this was last week. When we said there is no embassy, they laughed openly laughed at us and said, well, you'll have to figure that one out, won't you? You know, the, the, the sad thing about how this administration has approached the entire issue of Afghanistan is that it has been political from day one. It has been all about the speech Joe Biden and his political handlers 
wanted to give on September 11th. And they ignored every other consideration. They ignored the military considerations. They ignored the safety considerations. They inexplicably gave the Bagram airfield to the Taliban, essentially gift-wrapped it and handed it over. Had we kept back China. (laughs) <laughs> we would we would have had a safe and secure runway, yes. actually two runways, yep. from which to conduct evacuations. And the horrific suicide bombings that happened would not have succeeded at the level they did because Bagram was built to withstand terror attacks. But but their approach during the evacuation, after the withdrawal, and today has been all politics all the time. And so when it comes to assisting removing either U.S. citizens or green card holders, of whom there are thousands that are behind enemy lines, this administration's views their existence as an inconvenient truth that every person you bring out of there, Glenn, highlights their failure. Yes. And, and, and so sadly, it, it is partisan operatives that are engaged in spin control instead of the United States State Department having the backs of Americans, and it is disgraceful. What is happening even on our own soil here? They have brought people in that were not green card holders, were not SIVs. They, we don't know who's here now on our own soil. They did such a horrible job at vetting. And it is amazing to me because we're held to a remarkable standard they don't seem to care. And so now we have them on our Air Force bases where people over in Germany can come and go at will and leave the base and come back uh, here in America. I don't know if it's the same, but I know we have the same kind of problem on vetting these people. And we have a border that is being overrun. This is this is straight out of Gibbons and the uh, decline and fall of the Roman Empire. Glenn, you are exactly right, number one, on the vetting. Their vetting was extremely poor, in many cases non-existent. One of the things we're seeing, we're seeing people brought in here who had records with terrorism. We're seeing one person brought in who'd been convicted of rape. And tragically, we are seeing grown men arriving from Afghanistan with, with children that they claim are their child brides, adult men who, who have little girls, they claim are their wives, and they are, are sexually assaulting these girls with the blessing of the State Department. And you mentioned that they can come and go on the bases in Europe. Well, unfortunately, they can here as well. Oh Two weeks God. ago, I was out at Fort Bliss in El Paso. In Fort Bliss, they are standing up and building housing for up to 10,000 Afghan refugees. I toured it by helicopter. They were bringing them in at the time. The planes were landing every couple hours. I asked the commanding general, I said, what's the security on the base? He said, oh, there is no security. There's no perimeter. There's no fence because this is not a detention facility. Every one of these can leave anytime they want. Dozens of them had left already, and this was just a few days into their arriving. He said one guy literally called an Uber and took an Uber to downtown El Paso. They had no idea where he was, and and these guys have no idea whether they're bringing in al-Qaeda or al-Nusra or or other radical Islamic terrorists. And, And tragically, I pray that the consequence 
of this dereliction of duty is is not a, a terror attack or a suicide bombing in, in an American mall or, or restaurant or bringing the kind of violence that we see over there, bringing it at home because Joe Biden and his administration are not doing their jobs. Let me switch subjects. Um, we're now uh, having Biden say that he is going to the more sensible Republicans to talk to them about the filibuster. What? <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're not getting the call from Joe Biden. Uh, you know, I, I suppose I should be complicated, complimented that, yeah. that, that, that I didn't make the cut of right. the more sensible Republican. Right. Look, this is, you know, it's really sad. I mean, I've known Joe Biden for about a decade now. He, he was vice president when I was elected to the Senate. He swore me in. He was always a nice, affable guy. He was Uncle Joe. That's, that's been his currency since the day he got elected to the Senate 600 years ago. <laughs> the Biden we have today is unrecognizable. He has become Uncle Joe, just a 1950s understanding of Uncle Joe. He has become an American Caesar and an American Caesar who's angry, angry that his subjects dare defy him. You're seeing over and over again, listen, this vaccine mandate is utterly and completely lawless. There is zero presidential authority to order every American to undertake a health care decision that he's decided you need to take. There's zero basis in law for it. Now, listen, I'm someone who believes in vaccines. I've been vaccinated. My family's been vaccinated. But it's your damn decision whether or not to get vaccinated. And Joe Biden has no right trying to force you or me or our families to make those kinds of health care decisions. And the thing that is galling, Glenn, he knows it. He knows it's lawless. But he issued the order anyway because he knows the litigation will take weeks or months or years. And by that time, most people will just have complied with his lawless decree. That is the definition of abuse of power. Why can that not go right to the Supreme Court? Why, 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 why isn't there something? I mean, that is so unconstitutional. Um, and, and they are using OSHA. And if OSHA can get away with this, OSHA can get away with anything, literally anything. Why can't the Supreme Court take this up? Well, the, the, the challenge to the Supreme Court taking it up, there's a whole series of, of legal standards that basically require that a case be ripe, that it be an actual case in controversy, that the injury be concrete and immediate, and, and that an individual who's challenging the case have standing. And, and I think what the Biden administration is doing, and they have smart lawyers advising them, they're taking their sweet time promulgating the OSHA rule. So they've announced it. But right now, somebody who, who's at home who says, well, I'm facing the threat of this mandate, there's a good chance a court would say, well, it's not clear what exactly they're going to do, and it's not clear how it's going to impact you, so we, the courts, can't resolve it until there's a clear and concrete injury on you, and as they delay weeks and months, most of the Fortune 500 is eager to do it anyway. It, it, it's an excuse for them to blame, oh, it's not our fault. The government made us do it. And it's an excuse because they know the big employers uh, are, are, are looking for a way to do it anyway, and they're counting on 99% of the people being faced with a choice, get this vaccine, whether you want it or not, whether your doctor says it's the right decision for you or not, 
or be fired. And, and that is, that, that's fundamentally wrong. Is it time for conservatives to understand uh, libertarian conservatives, which I consider myself constitutional yeah. Uh, yeah. conservative, that they're that, yes, private business can do what private business can do. But there is collusion here. The, the private companies, what you just lined out is ESG framework 100 yep. percent. Yep. The government wants them to do something. It pushes them. They collude with the government. They get it done. And you have an end run around the Constitution. Is it time that we as conservatives reevaluate this this mantra of ours that it's a private business? It can do whatever it wants. Uh, absolutely. And, and today, big business Big business is not a friend of liberty. It's not a friend of free enterprise. Big business gets in bed with big government. Big business welcomes tyrannical government. Big business welcomes subsidies. And, and ironically, big business welcomes massive regulations because big business can survive. The little guys get killed and the competition for the giants gets driven out, out of work. And, and you know, my view is is that the, the, the giant businesses have made their beds with the socialists and the revolutionaries who are trying to destroy our republic. They're so focused on, on a woke uh, uh, virtue signal that they're willing to be complicit in destroying our nation. It's why, Glenn, a couple of months ago I announced I will accept zero corporate pack checks. I, no more. I will not accept their money because if they're going to be complicit – in destroying this nation. I don't want any part of it. Good for you, Ted. Please, please, if you need any kind of proof, and I know you don't because you've been involved trying to help us and others to get these planes um, off the ground. But if anyone needs any evidence, I've got a crap load of it. Take this man and hold his feet to the fire. He is perjuring himself and it is about time that somebody who lies in front of congress that it has power in this country actually feels the ramifications of it well get get us all of the specific evidence i am going to be tony blinken is going to be testifying in front of me in 12 minutes <laughs> okay and 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 so i would welcome any and all specific evidence because they are spinning desperately trying to obfuscate the truth and, and, and I do want to close underscoring what I said. Look, your, your listeners, your listeners know, know your heart and what you care about, but, but they may not know the Herculean effort, the tens of millions of dollars, the, the, the superhuman focus you have put in, into rescuing Americans trapped in Afghanistan, rescuing Christians trapped in Afghanistan. You are saving people's lives, Glenn, and, and, and it, it's – filling an incredible need. And I want to make sure your listeners know that this is not just you talking on the radio. This, this is pulling people out of literally facing torture and murder if you were not there. Thank you, Ted Cruz, senator from the great state of Texas. God bless. Uh, let me tell you about uh, CarShield. Uh, when your car goes down, uh, it can cost you a lot of money, especially if it's something like a computer chip. Uh, you take your car in and you don't have a uh, covered repair. You're screwed. You are. You end up selling your car because it's not worth it. 
And there's lots of miles left on that car. That's why car shield cars go further because they have covered repairs and things like computer chips. They're not going to, they're going to not only put you back on track, your car breaks down on the side of the road. They are going to get you a rental car. They're going to pick you up. They have the tow service. They have everything. Then you can take it to the dealership if you want. So you get all the exact parts and everything else, or you can take it to your friend, but you don't have to write the check. They do. You're off the hook for this. It is so great. It's CarShield. They've saved me thousands of dollars on my trucks. It's CarShield.com slash Beck. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10% right now. CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, we really could use your help uh, with financing for the Nazarene Fund. You know, our... Um, our initial plan when I came to you was to move Christian refugees that we identified it, uh, way I identified to new uh, countries so they wouldn't be burned to death. Um, but we ended up moving not only the Nazarene Fund targeted refugees, but so many others that we didn't plan for because we thought the United States government would do would would take the American passport holders and the SIVs and the P1s and the P2s and all of those that should have been on military planes. The State Department left them behind. So we need your help um, because the job is so enormous, so enormous. Um, please uh, join us and help. Uh, any donation is more than welcome. MercuryOne.org or the NazareneFund.org. The NazareneFund.org or MercuryOne.org. Donate now. This is the Glenn Beck Program.